Hello, everybody. How are you guys doing? This is me reading stuff. My name's Robin O'Neill. Some call me Robbie. Some call me Detective Robbie. Wait, what was my name? Lieutenant Robbie. That's it. Lieutenant Robbie Kleenex, uh, reporting for duty, sir. Right now, I'm sitting here in my hotel room in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, which is a beautiful town. I've never been to it, but I almost got in like 15 accidents on the way home from the museum just now because the trees are so gorgeous. I'm talking the bright orange, yellow, golds that I envisioned only happening in Vermont or something. They're all over this bitch, and I am loving it. So anyway, I wanted to not miss out on my Thursday appointment with you guys, even though I'm in the middle of a lot of stuff and I'm sitting here. I put my sweatpants on for two hours. I'm drinking my emergency. That's that vitamin C shit that's supposed to make you not get sick because I've been traveling so much and everybody in my vicinity is coughing like, and I'm talking the disgusting coughs, but I'm trying to be cool about it when they do it. I don't want them to know that I'm squirming and freaking out. So um, I'm just a little bit worried about getting sick. And I have a story for you guys. Um, when I was on the plane, I don't know which part of the, I had a layover there was this moment where there was this young man, I would say like 24 would be my guess. And um, I shouldn't be telling his story because it's not mine to tell, but in a way it is. And he upset everybody in the plane because right as we landed, he said he had to go to the restroom and he got up and he went to the restroom and um, he was in there for a while to where the pilot even kept saying, if, if everybody doesn't get in their seat, I am not taking you guys to the, to the gate. We are stay, staying here until everybody's in their seat. We cannot have people. It's against FDA regulations. So, hey, it's me. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's against the Federal Drug Administration's regulations to allow people to go to the bathroom on flights when you're taxiing into the gate. Sorry, you guys. I caught it like a minute after I said it. And I couldn't go back. So anyway, here I am saying, I know it's FAA. I'm sorry. I'm tired. I'm an idiot. Get in your seat. And this poor kid was not getting out of there. And then when he did come out, everybody was like, well, first of all, everyone was mad and was wondering why, why he's not out. And then when he came out, everybody like laughed and cheered like, yay. And you could tell he was holding his stomach and he was really sick. Now, this kid happened to be in my row with me. Uh, he was sit seated next to me. So... He got back towards the window, and then we started, you know, taxiing into the gate. And uh, he, I can't remember, one of, someone said something to him, and he goes, no, I really, it's my disease. I have a disease called ulcerative colitis. And he was about to start crying, and I, I mean, if you guys listen, you guys know I have ulcerative colitis, and I know that it's, it was the worst when I was about his age, and I go, oh, my God, I also have it. And he goes, you do? He's like, he said he had never talked to anybody who had it before. And he's kind of in the thick of it right now um, after being diagnosed and figuring out how to manage it. And so I don't know why I'm telling you guys this story. And I, I gave him my email in hopes that he would reach out if he had any questions because I asked him, what do you miss the most? Because, uh, you know, you can eat very few things when you're really sick like that. And he said, oddly enough, salads. And I go, welcome to my world. I couldn't eat a salad for about 10 years. And I talk about salads on here. Salads are like my favorite thing. And I told him, because I, I, I remember being in my um, doctor's office once uh, and saying to this elderly woman who also had this disease, 
uh, that I missed salads. And she goes, you know what? You'll be able to eat salads again. Trust me. And I go, I knew she was lying. I was like, that lying whore. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I really was pissed because you just can't imagine it. Uh, anyway, if you know anybody with Crohn's or ulcerative colitis, it is not fun. And if you're in a situation where somebody's rushing to the restroom, let's not make fun of them. Let's support them and cry for them and hold their hand and give them your email to give them some water because it's about all that kid could probably take down at the moment. So anyway, I didn't plan on telling you guys that story, but it's just another insight into life and on the road, on the airplanes with ulcerative colitis. So who am I going to read to you guys today? You want to know who? Well, he's just about the most famous living poet there is right now at the moment. His name is Kava Akbar. I'm going to be reading from his new book of poetry called Calling a Wolf a Wolf. You kind of can't go anywhere without encountering him. People are in love with him, his story, and his work. And his, you've got to follow him on Twitter. I'll put a link in the, uh, in the whatever of the podcast here. Uh, showing you where you can buy the book and follow him on Twitter if you like poetry because it seems to me that his entire goal is similar to mine, but he's more of an authority, uh, which is reaching out and showing people how accessible poetry is and how wonderful poetry is. And uh, he just basically supports other poets, both living and dead, constantly by... Um, promoting them on his Twitter feed. And it's, you know, I, I, I have never seen anything that I didn't love that he posts. So that's really saying something because you know I hate so much shit. Uh, this book came out very recently from Alice James Books. So it came out this year. And I'm going to be reading you guys a piece called Some Boys Aren't Born, They Bubble. Hold on a second. Let me get comfortable. I'm freezing, which is rare. I'm very cold. Okay, all right, that's my squeaky chair. Here we go. Some boys aren't born, they bubble. Some boys aren't born, they bubble up from the earth's crust, land safely around kitchen tables, green globes of fruit already in their mouths. When they find themselves crying, they stop crying. These boys moan more than other boys. They do as desired demands. When they dance, their bodies plunge into space and recover. The music stays in their breast bones. They sing songs about storms, then dry their shoes on porches. These boys are so cold their pilot lights never light, but they buy the best heat money can buy. Blue flames, swamp smoke. They are desperate to lick and be licked. Sometimes one will eat all the food in a house or break every bone in his jaw. Sometimes one will disappear into himself like a ram charging a mirror. When this happens, they all feel it. Afterwards, the others dream of rain. Their pupils boil. They light black candles and pray the only prayer they know. Oh, Lord, spare this body. Set fire to another. There we go. I'm going to get kicked out of the hotel for banging this book against the wall. But you know what, Kava Akbar? It'll be worth it, my friend. I love you, Kava Akbar. I love the way you are. I love who you are. Uh, this book uh, deals openly with issues of addiction, and I also want to give a shout-out to my favorite art and literature publication, Nat Brute. Again, I'll put a link in the description of this podcast for you. Uh, they have their new issue 9 is out as of today, and it is definitely worth checking out. There is a whole folio um, dedicated to issues of both addiction 
and sorry, I just turned my mic off and um, and substance misuse and many of the contributors in this issue and in that folio identify as LGBTQIA, and most of the contributors are survivors. So that's worth checking out, along with the incredible art and fiction and poetry in this issue. So please check that out. Sorry, I keep turning my mic off like an idiot. Um, I just want you guys to know I'm feeling, I, I guess I'm just feeling dichotomously about everything lately. I'm, as you know, I've been dealing since March with my serious heart issues. That has been about the worst thing I've ever dealt with. It has been the worst thing I've ever dealt with. But at the same time, I've been dealing with uh, getting this book of 20 years of my drawings out there. And I have this show up right now that's also celebrating all these years of work. And that's been the best thing I've ever gone through working on this book um, with Brian Gibb. And I... I, I, it's such a weird experience to have, because these have all happened at the same exact time. That's when we started working on it is when my heart was really bad. So I don't know. I can't tell at this point if I'm capable of anything or absolutely nothing. That's, that's how I'm feeling right now, but it's time to go. What is it I want to end with, uh, tonight or today? I want to tell you, what do I want to tell you that I like your hands, put them to good use. Uh, I want to ask you how you're feeling mentally. I haven't asked for a while. On a scale of 1 to 27, 27 being the best, how are you doing? Me, mentally right now, better than last week. I want to go for an 17 out of 27. That's pretty good. Uh, I need you to know that I think you should be taking more time to yourself, more quiet time, frankly. And I really believe you should get out there and take more walks. Don't get me started with the water. Also, you're beautiful. Also, watch your back. And lastly, I love you guys so much. Uh, everybody at Sika at the museum here in Winston-Salem, I will see you tonight. And if you guys uh, want to reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram, I'm R-O-B-Y-N underscore O-N-E-I-L. <sighs> All right, that's it. Goodbye, good night, good afternoon, and amen.